0: Hello, hello, hello. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I do not Is it the What We Said podcast or it's just welcome w- back to What We Said podcast? That's what it is, just okay. what we said. Thanks for coming back. We really appreciate it. Um, JC- or maybe, maybe oh. it's our first time listening. Yeah, if it's your first time listening, welcome. welcome. You're going to have a wild ride today. Um, it's going to be lots of fun. <laughs> it's going to be great because guess what we're talking about? We are talking
1: about nature versus nurture today. Um, if you don't know what that is, I'll let me tell you. If you don't know what it is, um I'm going to read a definition for you. So, um I got this from verywellmind.com. It says, "The nature versus nurture debate is one of the oldest philosophical issues within psychology." So, what exactly is it all about? Nature refers to all the genes and hereditary factors that influence who we are, from our physical appearance to our personality characteristics. Nurture refers to all the environmental variables that impact who we are, including our early childhood experiences, how we were raised, our social relationships, and our surrounding culture. So basically, there's kind of a debate. Um, Yeah. I don't even know if it's a debate anymore. It's just a conversation that people have. And we thought it would be interesting to kind of give our thoughts and opinions and tell you our experiences. And also, we had you guys write in... um, how you feel like your childhood affected who you are today. Um, Or if you just think you were born that way. Yeah. So we got um, some answers, anonymous answers that we'll read for you. I'm excited to hear these. Yeah. So, yeah, this is just something that Chelsea and I have talked about a few times lately, and we thought it would be fun to just...
0: Yeah, I feel like we've had a couple conversations about it, and that's kind of sparked why we wanted to debate about it a little more. So I'm going to just jump right
1: into basically telling other people's stories and the things that they wrote in. So there's quite a few of them. I'll just get going. So this person says, I grew up with little to no rules, so I often find myself very unmotivated and take criticism very hard. This has been a struggle, especially in high school or sports. Since I was never yelled at by by my parents, it came as a huge shock to be yelled at by any adult. Okay, yeah.
0: That is... I don't want to like blame it on helicopter parents, but sometimes I feel like kids now are so entitled and so Sheltered babied. almost. It's like they're so used to getting a participation medal. They have no motivation to actually win the gold medal. It's just like, well, I'm going to get no matter what, like I'm going to get what I want no matter what. Right. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. I can, I can kind of understand that. I feel like my parents, I don't know, they didn't hardcore discipline me. They were never, like, super strict, but I can kind of relate to a degree because I remember, like, if a teacher or someone was mean to me, I was, like, pretty shocked. Yeah.
0: But I don't know. I wasn't. Really? (laughs) (laughs) My parents were pretty, like, strict in certain ways, Mm -hmm. and then in other ways, it shocked me how unstrict they were. But, like, if a teacher got me in trouble, I feel like I was a very – I, like, followed the rules very religiously. Because I was scared of getting in trouble. Consequences. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I relate with this girl or guy, whoever. Put, I feel like in a lot of people nowadays. To do a degree. Nowadays.
1: But I also don't feel like my parents like sheltered me and were helicopter no, parents no, no. at all. Okay. So this person says, my dad is an entrepreneur and when I was younger, he would always help me do lemonade stands or little crafts to make money and I am working to, to become an entrepreneur myself. Oh. Very cute. Yeah, so cute. And also, I feel like that's – I related to that one as well because my mom has always been like –
0: Yeah. You know, like,
1: oh, I bake cupcakes for events and now I do this and now I make purses. Like, she's always been an entrepreneur. Yeah. And so, I feel like that sparked something in me where I was like – even from a young age, I was making jewelry for my neighbors and like trying to make money with lemonade stands and stuff like that because I wanted to like do my own Little craft thing. and like make money from it, yeah, and obviously, yeah, that's what I do now, yeah, so, Jill's awesome, yeah, Jilly, we love you, <laughs> Jill's my mom, she's the best, so I thought that was cute and cool because I think I mean, I'm already getting into the debate here, but yeah. I feel like how you are raised is such a huge part, oh, yeah, of how you turn your out parents, yeah, your parents are your biggest examples, or whoever raises you, that's your yeah. biggest example in life, what were you
0: saying the other day, like the same gender parent as you is the one that affects you the most.
1: Yeah, that's something that I either heard or read, so don't quote me on it, but I did hear that you're most affected by your same-sex parent. I believe that. Yeah, if you're a girl, you're most like affected by your you mom.
0: Like are trying to grow up to be,
1: yeah, in a sense. basically. Okay, so the next one says, I grew up always eating fast food. I love fast food, and I know some people would vomit at the thought of having Taco Bell or McDonald's, but since I was raised on it, I love it and always will.
0: That's a comfort thing. Yeah. More so. And I thought,
1: I I guess all of these, I'm just like, oh, I relate to that because I'm like, I'm on the opposite spectrum where my mom was such a good cook and always made us home cooked meals and baked. So now I'm like almost a food snob to a degree. Like I'm like, oh, my mom's just like, are very picky. (laughs) Not even picky. I just like got spoiled with like good food. No, but I feel like
0: when we would go to fast food places, even when we were younger. You had to have like the most basic, like hot dog with nothing on it. Yeah. Or like, I've always been plain. so plain. I've branched out a lot yeah, since then. I got onions on my pizza today, girl. That's true. And you took them off. <laughs> <laughs> I literally ordered
1: onions and tomatoes on my pizza today. And I think I took every single one of them off. I yeah. know. It's like, I don't know why. I'm trying to branch out, but you always go back to your roots. I know. Right? True. Um, yeah.
0: Your mom's cooking is divine. <laughs>
1: She's the best baker ever. Like how could I ever have a hostess cupcake at one of my friend's house when my mom made literally homemade. Seriously.
0: But I feel like goods. even sometimes like your mom would make something you'd eat like a little bit of it and I would literally eat 10 of them. Like would go <laughs> over there and your mom's like, I made these. I don't even know. Pigs in a blanket, but delicately or like delicately. <laughs> gourmet. Like a delicacy like, is what Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like gourmet pigs in a blanket or something like and you'd be like, eh, you eat like half of it, I eat seven of it. <laughs> I'm so just used to it. Yeah.
1: Okay, so this person said literally the only thing it said is Hillary Duff. <laughs> and I cried. I'm like, that's just like she thinks of her childhood and what's affected that's her. And that's what icon. comes to mind.
0: Honestly. The same though. Same. Let the rain L- fall <laughs> yeah. down. I just love <laughs> that. Was so funny. movie was my iconic childhood movie. <laughs> I know. Anyway, I thought that was funny. Um, Except for I didn't have Disney. Wait, was she on Disney? Lizzie McGuire? Yeah. I think it was a Disney Channel. Yeah. I think like we got Disney Channel only on Saturdays. Was that a thing? You mean your your parents only allowed you to watch Disney no, Channel? No, I think we only had like a couple Disney cartoons on Saturdays because like, we didn't have cable.
1: Mm. I didn't really I don't know. have cable if you growing was, up either. I feel like
0: that might just be something I just made up, but if you feel the same way, then... Or if you remember that, please validate me. <laughs> please please email us and tell us if that's real.
1: Okay, so this person said, I think the innocence and sparkle that went into how I grew up shaped me into shaped me to be a thoughtful uh I think they meant a thoughtful person. I still have the magic of childhood and a spark of innocence that blends into adulthood, even though I went
0: through trials and extreme hardships as a child. Hmm, that's cool. So what is she saying that it's like she had such a magical childhood that she keeps that with her? Kind of. She says,
1: I still have the magic of childhood and a spark of innocence that blends into adulthood. And she's saying even though she went through trials, she still feels like she has that, like,
0: spark of innocence, I guess. Yeah, it's like she learned how to be present, sounds like. Yeah. So that's literally what childish kind of means. Yeah. It's, like, very just present and no worries. So (laughs) that's a good quality to have. Very good attribute. For sure. So this one says... I'm still dying at the Hillary Duff comment. <laughs> uh, she is now Hillary Duff. <laughs> she just gets plastic surgery to look exactly like Hillary Duff. The only thing she wants to be in life. <laughs>
1: uh, as a kid, I'd always want to deliver blankets and sandwiches to the homeless and help out in any way. Now that sparked me to my empathetic trait and has led me to want to pursue a career in the realm of social justice. Oh, that's cool. I thought that was cool. So just like yeah. as a kid, I guess she didn't really mention her parents, but... That's been something that's been important a, to her for yeah. a long time, and so now she wants to carry that on, yeah. which I thought was cool. That is cool. This one said, my dad was unfairly put in jail for a couple years while I was in high school. It taught me to have more compassion and see through dif- different perspectives throughout my life towards others. Wow. I grew closer to my family, my dad, and God. That is crazy. And I thought that was really, yeah, really crazy and awesome that She feels like she has more compassion now.
0: Yeah, that's what she took out of it.
1: Yeah. I do feel like when you go through something hard, you really gain compassion for other people. And a new perspective. And a new perspective. Even if someone's maybe not going through that exact thing you went through, you can kind of relate on some level because you also went through something.
0: Yeah, exactly. You can
1: put yourself in their shoes. That's crazy. So I thought that was sad, but I, I thought that was really cool.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad that's what she took out of it instead of something negative. No, definitely. And through these,
1: you'll hear when I read them, some people, it's like they take out the positive and then some people kind of get the negative yeah. out of the situation, which is sad. Sex to suck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Sex <laughs> to be negative. Um, no, but that's definitely... Hard. If you have a hard childhood, sometimes those hard things just oh, carry absolutely. on, and I think that's really sad. yeah.
0: I've taken a lot of negative things from my childhood, a lot <laughs> of positive things, but also some negative things. Yeah, I think everyone kind of has. Yeah. Um,
1: this one says, "I'm still a child." Haha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why.
0: It's like a five year old that got their mom's phone. I'm still yeah. a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture
1: like. A 10-year-old, yeah, with their mom's iPhone, like, sees my swipe up, link, and takes advantage. That's so funny. Um, Okay, this one says, I was abused as a child by my father. The abuse I endured influenced me to be the person my younger self needed. I did not let the abuse define me. Oh, my gosh. Which, again, it's, like, very strong person that can take something yeah. very negative and... Very scary. Very scary. Make you
0: grow up so fast.
1: Oh, yeah. But it's cool that she said... He, I'm just assuming you're all girls, but yeah, I don't know who everyone is so um, because it's all anonymous, but I just thought that was cool that they said wow, that yeah. I am now the person that my younger self needed, like their support system now yeah. to others, you know? Wow, that's awesome. So there were a few like this. This one said, my parents abused me when I was in elementary, oh. and that created emotional trust issues for me as an adult, but also made me into the disciplined, successful adult I am now.
0: Yeah, that's awesome that these negative like the most negative ones that are saying something like I got this positive outlook from it I yeah got now this. I'm disciplined
1: and yeah. successful it's so impressive you but go girl or guy I know <laughs> but um it also it makes me even reading these makes me realize because I feel like I try super hard not to be a judgmental person but I feel like we all make judgments like oh yeah I mean no matter what you're going to make judgments when you meet someone it's like that's just human nature. It's good or bad. It's either, you know, you meet someone and you're like, oh, you're so fun to be around. You're awesome. Or you make a judgment where you're like, I don't really like them. They're kind of weird or whatever. But it makes me feel way more like, I think back to people who I'm like, eh, they're kind of, I can't even think of anything off the top of my head, but oh, they're just kind of shy and like annoying. And then I just think like- weird or awkward. Yeah. And then you think like, did they just have, maybe they had a really traumatic childhood and like-
0: they can't even help it because yeah. that's you – know what I mean? I know. I've actually thought about that um a lot now that I've just kind of gotten more into psychology and learning about childhood and like watching so many shows about it. And then I think about kids I knew in elementary school that I like – you know, as me as like a carefree kid just running around the playground and like I was never a bully by any means. But I definitely wasn't the one that like stood up for other people I wish I was now looking back because I didn't understand like if someone was shy or awkward or like did things that were basically asking for attention. And you're just like, you're annoying. And it's like, they could have had some serious troubles at home. Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah. And so it's like, I just wish, obviously you don't as a child know that, but I wish I did. Now looking back, I'm like, I just want to go back and hug hug those those kids. Yeah. That I was like, didn't really even think about. You just want, it makes me want to be more inclusive and like, yeah, I don't know. Even
1: now, even at my age now, it's like, Whenever I meet new people, if they're kind of weird or whatever, it makes me just want to love them and just be so nice so that – I
0: don't know. Yeah, you literally never know. You just do not know what someone has been through. And some people are so negative and so like it seems like something tragic has happened to them. They've had the most perfect like – Upbringing. Upbringing in life and it's just like that's just kind of – I mean this goes right into the debate. That's just kind of how they are.
1: Yeah. Like – Well, I know people – like, families where one of the kids is, like – I don't know. They're all so different. Or, like, three of the kids are angel children and then one is just – has
0: gone off the complete, yeah. you know? Do you feel like it's often the youngest one? Hmm. I feel like I've noticed that a it lot. Almost,
1: it almost seems like mm,
0: – I guess it's I'm kind of I'm not going to if you're the youngest yeah. one, you're doomed. <laughs> but I've noticed a lot of the times the youngest one because the older ones, like, at least – If it's two, then the older one is always, like, taking care of or, like, trying to be more responsible. You
1: mean if there's two kids in the family? Yeah,
0: yeah, most of the time. But I'm just using that as an example. But Mm -hmm. And then the youngest one is always kind of, like, the troublemaker, the one that's, like, kind of causing issues, even in movies. That's true. I mean, look at Prince Harry and Prince William. (laughs) Prince Harry was a little troublemaker. I've
1: heard even parents and adults say once they get to their last kid they're like all right do whatever the heck you want I'm over it yeah <laughs> like, it might be
0: because of that they're
1: almost kind of like done parenting
0: yeah you know or it might if,
1: be because of that or if there's a big age break mm-hmm. in between they're kind of like all right I'm
0: kind of done yeah my little okay so for those of you who don't know I have four brothers so I have two older brothers then it's me a little sister and two little brothers oh my gosh wait I mean I knew that obviously <laughs> but that's so many kids <laughs> I'll even say things to my mom and she's like, yeah, I know. Jess is spoiled. Jess is my youngest brother. And the things he gets away with, I'm like, mother, please mother him. I'm like, you would you have been so have mad at me. me for that. And she's like, I know, I know. But it's just, I'm just tired. <laughs> like it's, there's just been so many kids. Well, the, your that, first kids are kind of your guinea pigs. So it's yeah. like you're kind of, the reins are tighter, I feel like. And then
1: once you've kind of gotten the parenting thing figured out, you're like, all right, do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also, yeah, you're exhausted.
0: Yeah, my mom is also a teacher.
1: Yeah, so I'm like,
0: well, I don't honestly blame you.
1: No, <laughs> she
0: is a rock star. A honestly. rock star.
1: But going up, wait, did I already kind of say this? Do you know anyone where? I mean, we don't have to like point out names. You need but, names, but um, do you know families where it's like some of the kids are angels and then some of them are just like off the rocker? And you're like, yeah. how do you have the same parents? Oh, absolutely. Or maybe they're all like great and then one's just nuts and you're like, how did
0: this happen? You're like, are you adopted or (laughs) like why? But I guess this literally just keeps coming back to our,
1: like is it nature versus
0: nurture? Because that kind of shows to me that it's nature. Like you're just kind of born like that.
1: I know. It's so weird because how can, even me and my brothers, like I feel like all of us couldn't be more different. We have all very different
0: personalities and it's like we're raised by the same parents. Yeah, it's true. It's so interesting. Anyway, it's true. Yeah, me and my all my siblings couldn't be more like opposite. Some of us are very similar, but at the same time, I'm like, whoa, we are like, how are we related? To yeah, be quite honest. I mean, obviously, everyone's born with a different personality and different strengths and
1: weaknesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how you all like, even though you all have different personalities. You would all react to situations completely different. Yeah. You all take completely different paths in life and it's like you're raised the same. So there definitely are
0: differences in who you actually are as a person. That's true. But you also have to consider like each child has a different childhood still. No, totally. So like the way that my parents raised me is different than the way they raised my sister. And also I feel like as the oldest, I
1: almost – not that I got more attention but I had a lot of one-on-one time with my mom before my next –
0: my brother was born your brothers don't have like because they have to split it between two right
1: so it's like yeah my childhood was so different from theirs because i was basically an only child until i was you know however old i actually don't know how big the age gap is between but i think i was like eight
0: yeah something like that or a
1: little little more maybe, maybe even a little older but yeah for like all these years it was just i was an only child so i almost got extra attention and then You know, my brothers have never just gotten the attention on that. Yeah, it's true. So we all have different childhoods. You're right. It's weird.
0: Well, because I think about my littlest brother, Jess, he's had – he's grown up with like older siblings who are like out of high school while he's younger. Like he has all of these different influences. And then my my parents are worrying about kids in college, kids in high school, kids in junior high, and then a baby. Like so he has all of that stuff. Uh,
1: okay, so this one's another abuse one, but it says, I suffered sexual abuse. I was ashamed and quiet for a long time, but now I see how my suffering has meaning because I can help other people who suffer as well and I aim to become my own hero and help others through their pain. Mm. So it's so weird because, again- I didn't even think about that. You take this horrible thing and make it into something positive, which is so awesome, but it is interesting how when you go through something, no one else can understand but the people who have gone through that. And so- you become this, like, I'm not advocate. Yeah, this advocate and not even a stronger person. Well, yes, definitely a stronger yeah. person. But I mean, doesn't mean you're stronger than everyone else, is what I'm trying to say. Well, but kinda. you, well, actually, yes. What I'm trying to say is if they would not have gone through that trial, they could have never offered that help to someone else. It's true. Yeah. So, in that sense, it's, yeah, good. that's true. Um, this person said, I moved around a lot, which I'm so grateful for because it made me very adaptable. It also gave me a better understanding of culture differences, even in the U.S. Oh, that's cool. So I thought that was interesting and cool, yeah.
0: When I was little, I always wanted to be one of those kids who traveled around all the time and, like, I always wanted to be the new student.
1: That is so funny. Well, it's weird because I'm the opposite because I did move around a lot, actually, in Arizona. Like, I never – we never moved out of the state, but – I think I went to by the time I was in sixth grade, or maybe seventh grade. I think I had gone to six different schools,
0: almost almost, almost a school every year? every year. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And Is that hard? Honestly, I don't
1: think it ever. Well, like, your like, personality me. like
0: you're very outgoing, and I feel like you can make friends really fast. So yeah, it and might I, not and be. maybe it's because of that because I was forced to
1: like move all the time. So yeah. it's like, well, I got to make friends now, new <sighs> friends. But I honestly, it wasn't like that. Wasn't a traumatic part of my childhood at all it wasn't like yeah. oh I had to keep picking
0: up and moving like I for some Probably reason because of your personality as well too yeah and I it's, feel like a lot of the kids that do move around a lot they're like it was really hard and I had to like adapt yeah. and it was like something that was a big trial for me yeah well and it's
1: weird because even so I moved around a ton um I moved to a new school in eighth grade so like I was at a K through eighth school so kindergarten through oh. eighth grade. And then I went and I went to seventh grade there. And then I moved to a junior high of just seventh and eighth graders. Oh, what for my eighth for my eighth grade year, I went to South Valley Junior High in Oh, that's so funny. Gilbert. So then I moved to this um, junior high, which was a lot different than my K through eight school because that was kind of like an elementary school kind of. Yeah. So it was this whole new experience, and I had like a fine year, but I didn't make any awesome, awesome friends that are like my friends for life by any means. Like I didn't have that great of friends. And so I remember when I was going into high school, I could pick between two high schools, that were in the boundaries. Yeah. And my mom's like, okay, which one do you want to pick? And I was like, mm, neither, honestly. Like, I want to go to Gilbert, which is the high school I went to. That is to. so weird because it's not that nice of a school. No. And it's bizarre because I didn't know anyone there. I had yeah. cousins that went there, but they were like se- a senior or something. Like, it's not like I went there for friends. That's so and weird. I was like, eh, I'd just rather go to Gilbert. And it's so weird because I have no idea why I wanted to do that. My mom was just supportive. She's like, yeah. okay, sure. Like, That's and I think so I think the main reason, I guess, is because I didn't really like junior high and that's the school that all of those kids were going to oh
0: and I was
1: like "Eh." are you sure it wasn't because we were destined to be best friends?" no I think that's honestly (laughs) that's what I'm trying to get at is I think it was fate like yeah because I had such a great high school
0: experience seriously I I think I remember you telling me that
1: yeah I'm going off on kind of a tangent here but um that's so but yeah I moved around a lot but it didn't really phase me so that's yeah I mean I think it did make me adaptable which I'm grateful for like this person said but then someone else... And cultured,
0: yeah. which a lot of
1: kids don't get. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm not even as cultured. Or are you saying that person's cultured or me? That person's cultured. Yeah, that's, yeah, that person's cultured, which is cool. I have friends who have like grown up in Egypt and then they moved yeah. to Bali. And I'm like, what the heck? They've yeah, had exactly. so many experiences, which is actually really awesome. Okay, so then on the flip side, this person said, I'm an only child who has moved around a lot and it's given me some pretty gnarly social anxiety. I have to push myself to talk to people and I never feel included. It's one of my biggest obstacles. Hmm. And so oh. that's like the complete polar opposite. Yeah. Which that's kind of so interesting. Goes back to like nature.
0: It's like okay, that person maybe was just born with like a, a harder time to yeah. make friends and so it like or maybe they just had a really bad experience with their schools. Like they could have just been really unlucky unlucky and gone to a school where there was a bully. Or something, and they just felt dumb. So it's like, okay, well, ever I go, I don't want to open up to people. Exactly. So I don't know what the case is, but it's just this huge
1: debate, and yeah. it's so weird because, yeah, like, we, we read that first story about her moving, and we're like, yeah, yeah. see, it makes you adaptable. And then we read <laughs> the next one, and we're like, oh, it also gives you social anxiety. Like, yeah. it just depends on the
0: kid yeah, and the person. It's so weird. Yeah, it's just like, are you born a blank canvas, canvas? or do your life experiences shape who you are? I think – What would you say more so? I feel like it's a majority of life experiences. I feel like it's like 60 to 40 and like 40 is nature. Yeah. I think you were definitely born with certain like
1: tendencies and strengths and weaknesses. Like it's like we're saying there's these families, there's these kids who all – they grow up with the same parents but Mm -hmm. they're all so different. And by nature, even it's like my youngest brother is just super social. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that is just
0: how he literally came yeah. out. Because when he I was, remember when he was literally like five or six, and I like would drive up into your driveway and he'd be like, Hey Chelsea what's up? Like so as he's raking the yard. <laughs> he's like
1: the kid on the plane that's like conversing with like a 50-year-old woman. He's like, Hey, how's it going? How's your day? And you're just like, Who are you? Like he just came so out cute. like that though. Because yeah. he's been like that since he was two years old. He's been so talkative. And it's like, I don't know. So yeah, I think that you definitely have like, things that you're born with, personality traits and certain strengths and weaknesses, but then I think
0: your childhood is so huge in yeah. how you turn out as a person. It's crazy because I lo- I'm trying to look at, like, me and all my siblings because we had a pretty, like, steady childhood. We lived in the same house ever since I was in first grade, and my parents still live there. And I'm the most outgoing out of all my siblings, I would say just like growing up. Now they're all kind of like grown into more outgoing, but growing up, I remember even for my older brothers, we would be at a fast food restaurant or like at the library or something. And we'd have to ask one of the workers something. And as like a second grader, and they were in fourth grade and sixth grade, and they'd be like, Chelsea, can you go ask them for something? Like they were too shy. And I have to be like, okay. And I walk up to them like, um, can we find the book on this and this? Like I was always the one. And like my little sister, and my little brothers even are shy. Like even when you would come over to my house. You'd be like, hey, Cole and Jess. And they'd be like, silent. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They'd just like kind of give you a wave. That's but so Which funny. is how my dad is. He's very like, he's not going to go out of his way to talk to you. But if you start conversing with him, he's fine. And my mom is completely opposite. Like so outgoing, dresses up like crazy, like on a Halloween's like for her kids and school and stuff. It's just interesting. So it's like, did I just get my mom's traits or was I just like more molded by my mom? Right. And they just took after my dad. That's so weird. Yeah. Everyone's just so different.
1: This person said, I grew up as an only child with a single mother with severe depression. As an adult, I don't want any child to feel alone like I did. So now I'm in school for social work to help children and mothers.
0: But I love when people do that. like When they base their career like off of something that they're so passionate about like that to help other people who have gone through what they've gone through. It's so admirable. <laughs>
1: And I said that. I'm,
0: I learned. I'm like, wow, that's awesome and so admirable. I'm going to be a health coach to help <laughs> other people who have struggled with what I've gone through. Literally, though. No, it's – But it took a while for me to, like, be like, okay, I just need to do it. Like, I don't need to be something else just for 9 to 5. Did she say it
1: was a single parent? Yeah, she said that her – she was – Raised by a single mother and her mother had severe depression. Ugh, that would be so So she just hard. said she felt alone a lot and she doesn't want anyone else to feel like that.
0: Yeah, because depression, it's like that commercial. Who does depression hurt? Everybody. Seriously. Like, seriously, like if, and if you're the only child, oh my gosh, you and, can't even. And you don't that. have a dad to,
1: you know, you're, yeah. you're just getting raised by your mom. Yeah. That's so hard. And yeah, depression is very real. So that makes me sad. This one says, my mom and dad raised me to love everyone regardless of their race, religion, sexual orientation, or culture. I watched my parents act out of love towards everyone they interacted with. Their example truly helped me to be the person I am today. And so I thought that was just sweet. Yeah, that's cute. And I feel like I relate to that a lot too because my parents have always shown me like such Mm non-judgment and such acceptance of anyone I've ever, ever been friends with. Like it didn't matter their race, anything about them. Like my parents have always just accepted all of my friends and been like so nice and anyone they meet very open yeah very open and accepting and I like I feel like I try and what is the word I'm looking for do the same yeah I just try and do the same like I I've always really admired that that about them and I want to raise my kids the same way telling them that you should love everyone regardless of anything you should just accept and love everyone because again you don't know what they're going through and you should just always be kind yeah that's the only way to do it. Be nice to everyone. Shouldn't we all know that by now? I know. Okay, this is the last one that I'm gonna read. It says, I had a fairy tale childhood, but it gave me a disadvantage. I never learned how to handle life's disappointments and pain as a kid, so becoming an adult and learning to see the world for what it really is versus
0: the world I grew up in was really hard. That's a hard one because some people have a fairyhood <laughs> fairyhood <laughs> a fairy tale childhood. And then they just somehow The luck of the Irish, they just have a very fairy tale adulthood. Like they somehow just like transfer right into an amazing job and then they just like have no trials afterwards either. But some people get hit in the face, like as soon as they graduate high school, they're like, oh, this is what the real world is. Yeah, it takes a little bit of work and like something bad happens to them and they don't, like she said, know how to handle it.
1: I think everyone that has a fairy tale childhood still has some kind of repercussions as an adult. Because I almost feel like if your childhood – not that it's too perfect, but, like, I don't don't know that this is what they're saying, but you know those kids who – I mean, neither you or I grew up like this, Mm -hmm. but you know those kids who have just gotten everything handed to them their whole lives? Yeah. Like, haven't had to work a day in their lives, and I'm not saying that's bad, but that's just how they were raised, is, like, they're just given – Money, whenever they wanted it. Yeah, on giving, a silver spoon. Yeah, anything they wanted. And then they reach adulthood and they kind of go off on their own. And even if – like I I know people where it's like they still rely on their parents. Even, yeah. even though they're our age, like they're still – their parents pay for all their bills and still are the same way. Yeah. They give them everything. But I don't necessarily think that that's like, oh, I'm still living a fairy tale. It's like you've learned to rely so much on Somebody an outside else. source and like – I don't necessarily think that that's going to be good in the long run. No. Like, even though at times I've been almost you jealous of learn. that.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Almost bitter about it. Like, hmm.
1: Yeah. Like, why can't my parents just buy me a yeah, house? <laughs> like, like, mom and dad, buy me a house. Thank you. But I think it's so rewarding to, like, learn how to work and learn how to, I don't know. Yeah. Get no, I on agree. on your own. Yeah. It's, like, very necessary. So, I think even – and I don't even know if that's what they're talking about when they say fairy tale childhood, but, like – I don't know. I almost think if you're raised to just like well, it sounds like they just kind of got everything they wanted. Like they, yeah, they shouldn't have any disappointments. Any- that's what she said. Didn't have any worries, which is awesome. Like, rat- better that than have a miserable childhood with yeah. Tons and of sometimes disappointment, even
0: but- like in school, their parents will. My mom, being a teacher and all, like I've heard her say this about like a couple. Like she'll notice this is that some kids they their parents do everything for them, and if they like fail in school. Your parents have a big say in like, well, can we move their grade up? You, they'll call the teacher. They'll talk to them. And it's like, but your kid is never going to learn that like he just didn't get a good grade or that she didn't do it right. Like right. That she didn't do the best that she could because she was like, eh, my mom will fix it for me. Or, like someone else will fix it for me. I shouldn't have to do this. No, oh, That's very crazy. I feel like we both had
1: pretty steady childhoods.
0: Yeah. I feel like I started working as soon as I was 15 every mm-hmm. single summer. Like, I worked all summer long to, like, have money for the whole school year. And after I started working, my mom and dad rarely gave me money for – obviously, they paid for, like, the necessities, but clothes, like, if I wanted to go shopping, if I wanted to go out to eat with my friends, like, anything. Like, my, I would see some of our friends that would, like, hey, mom and dad, can I have 30 bucks? And they're, like, sure, just for a Friday night. And we would be stunned. Yeah. We would be, like, uh – I just remember, like, you would always have, like, envelopes where you were saving money up for your cameras, like, in your drawers, and I always had a certain bank account and a savings, like, when I was in high school, and so I just feel like we were both the opposite of that. We were both self-sufficient, I feel like, from yeah. a young age, which I'm actually
1: very, very grateful yeah, for. Yeah, me too.
0: And my husband, Nick, is the same way, He where he has been working ever since he was young. Like, he would wash windows for a dollar, and so we both have just kind of learned, which is good, to, that we have to...
1: You have to work for what you want. Yeah. You have that mentality. No, I think that's very good.
0: Um, Was there something you wanted to read? Oh, yeah. I just was um, looking at some of the smart people that look into this kind of stuff. So my highlighter on my thing just like went off of that. Awesome. I'm so confused. Do you want me to read mine first? Yeah, read yours. Okay.
1: So this says how nature affects mental health. So nature is like the genetics. Yeah. Yeah. So it says while nature or genetics has been proven to be an important factor in the development of some mental health conditions such as schizophrenia, bipolar and major depression, the development of mental illness is not entirely genetic. Bipolar for example is 4 to 6 times more likely to develop when there is family history of the condition. However, although the importance of genetic factors cannot be denied, the development of mental illness is not entirely genetic. Take identical twins, for example. They share genes, yet if one twin develops schizophrenia, the other twin only has a 50% chance of also developing the condition. This shows that nature, while it plays an important part, is not the only contributing factor. Another area where researchers may place more emphasis on nature than on nurture is that of addictions. Studies show that alcohol addiction, for example, can recur in families and that certain genes may have an influence over the way alcohol tastes and the way it affects the body. Oh, that's
0: crazy. Isn't that weird? Yeah, because I always hear um, like some people are just more prone to addictions than other. Like they have an addictive personality. And I've always thought that I've kind of had an addictive personality. I don't know if that was like – yeah, I just feel like when I – I don't know. Even just with food, I've never been addicted to anything like drugs or alcohol. But even just with food, like – I just feel like if I were to try drugs or alcohol, I would never be able to stop because I just feel like that's kind of how my personality is because it's very controlling and, like, okay, that makes me feel <laughs> like a psychopath. But, it just, like, it's interesting that you say you're so controlling because I've never thought that about you. Like,
1: you've mentioned that a
0: few times. I mean, not, uh, like, not even over other people, but I'm just very controlling over, like, Your my own life. situations. Yeah. It's a weird kind of controlling. Like, I'm not OCD where I have to have my room perfectly clean, obviously, but... Mm-hmm. I definitely have this, like, feeling that I have to have control all the time. Not not so much anymore because I've kind of learned to work through it. But I have I guess that kind of is also something that I don't know if I developed later in life or if it's something that I was born with. Hmm. When it all nature, just goes virges. back. Versus.
1: <laughs> Wait, on a side note, every time we would discuss the topic of this podcast episode, I would be like, okay, so when are we recording um, Nurture versus Nietzsche? <laughs> Could <laughs> not <laughs> – could not ever say that's nature, neat. and if you guys have ever seen the video on YouTube that's called Nietzsche, you'll know why that's funny. But if you don't, then that's I'm sorry. neat. Look it up.
0: Yeah, I think it, like another one of the kind of what you're saying is with the mental health issues and all that stuff. It's like it's important to figure out if it's nature versus Nietzsche. <laughs> oh my gosh, nature versus nurture, because then you kind of know how to intervene. And like stop the progress of those things. Yeah. So it's like do I need to give you medication for like literally your chemicals in your brain because it's just your genes or do I need to teach you how to overcome it? Do I need to put you in a different environment? Right. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It's interesting. That's just kind of what this um, study was saying. It was just saying like now we understand not only medications but also things like psychotherapy, parenting guidance. Mindfulness practices, exercise, and good eating habits. I think good eating habits is a huge effect like on people if they're like, oh, obesity, for example, could be a little bit hereditary, but I don't feel like it's hereditary to be obese. It's the hereditary to be more susceptible to being obese. So then when your parents are eating like that, then you're going to eat like that too. So then you're both going to be obese. You know right. what I and mean? And that's how you – that goes back to like nurture. It's like that's how you grew up, so mm-hmm. why wouldn't you – eat like that. Yeah, it's what you're used to. That's what you know. It's what you're comfortable with. So this is kind of more a little controversial, but like one of the hottest issues is said against nature versus nurture is that like there may be an existing gauging. Like that's kind of like one of the biggest, like I would say disputes about it is like, are you born with it or is something that like you're learned and you choose? You know what I mean? Mm. So that's also one of the biggest debates. Yeah, debates about it and why people – argue about it. Like, like so many studies are done and it's just like tendency to commit criminal acts. Like, is that just something you're born with or is it something whatever? Um, Tendency to divorce, aggressive behavior, abuse. um, Like, are these behavioral genes or behavioral things that we've learned? Taught
1: or learned. Yeah. Learned.
0: Yeah. So that's, I feel like the main reason people are so whatever, because they're like, okay, well, can I blame this on just how i am yeah or is this something that like my community has taught me and that's something that the media is teaching me it's just crazy okay i wanted to read this it says james fallon a neuroscientist who does jimmy c- fallon <laughs> it's j it's jimmy fallon's um cousin c- his twin wasn't well, uh, j- isn't jimmy a nickname for james maybe when it's Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> I spread rumors. I'm like, he's a neuroscientist. He's also a
1: neuroscientist, not only a comedian. He's a neuroscience, I said. Cool. <laughs> um, so anyway, James Fallon, a neuroscientist who discovered that he had the brain of a psychopath, has stated that he believes growing up in a nurturing and loving environment helped him to become a successful adult and may have been effective at preventing him from fully developing traits of psychopathy. Wait, is it psychopathy? Or psych- I don't know. psychopathy? Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Psychopathy. I feel Again, like that sounds better. But also, I don't know if that's a word. So anyway, but he's just saying... He says he's a psychopath? Yeah, he well, he's a neuroscientist, and he discovered that he has the brain of a psychopath. But he really oh. believes that because he was nurtured and loved as a child and grew, like had oh. a good childhood, it helped him to prevent from fully developing those
0: traits. See, that's awesome because that gives people hope because... When you hear about sociopaths and like psychopaths, you're like, well, there's just no helping them. Yeah, that's, that's just, just how, how their brains are. Like that's how their brains were made. But if it's like, well, if we can prove otherwise, then it'd be awesome and we can help them like kind of be able to function. I think it's interesting when they do it on twins.
1: Oh yeah, I wait, I have another one about twins. Oh,
0: yeah, go ahead. So it says, several studies
1: done on twins separated shortly after birth reveal that genetics do play a significant role in the development of certain personality traits characteristics, sexual orientation, and religiosity, excuse me. Religiosity. Why can't we say any words? Like I got to go back to college. (laughs) The bond between identical twins was also suggested to be genetic by these studies as 80% of identical twins reported that they felt closer to their twin than they did to their closest friends despite having just met their twin. So this is when they were separated at birth. Twins that were separated at birth. One study also suggested that genetics play a significant role in the development of personality. Environment had little effect on personality when twins were raised together, though it did have an effect when they were raised apart. That is crazy.
0: Can you imagine having a twin? Yeah. First of all, that situation mind blows me. Yeah. Mind blows me. <laughs> mind blows me. Help me.
1: <laughs> My mind is blown. At first, I was like, that sounds regular, and then regular. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds regular. Oh, my gosh. Mine blows me. That does not sound good. Um, But, like, that concept of twins getting separated at birth, I was actually just thinking about the plot of the movie Parent Trap and just how nuts. (laughs) Because everyone
0: says that you look like that.
1: Yeah, that's my doppelganger is eleven year old Lindsay Lohan, in case you were wondering. People are always like, Oh my gosh, you know who you look like? Lindsay Lohan. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I've gotten that before and they're like, Oh my gosh, not when she's like older and like addicted to drugs,
0: when she's in parent trap. And I'm like, when (laughs) When she's she's eleven. Okay. Perfect. Thank you.
1: Honestly, I'm honored. Yeah. She's she's adorable. So cute
0: in that. My husband's a twin. So I'm like telling you as if you don't, I'm like, guess what? (laughs) Um, he has a twin sister. And first of all when we were at a, like, family get-together a while ago, I asked them, wait, could you guys have been identical? And they were like, Haha. well, Nick mostly was like, how could you think that? Like, we're, like, I have a penis and she doesn't. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, oh, well, I always thought that maybe they could be identical, but just, like, boy and girl. And then I learned that identicals literally when they're from the same cell, sack. Like, or, <laughs> I'm sorry. was <laughs> that? I thought it was On the same sack. I really think it no, is. No, it looks like, it's like the they're same in the cell, I think. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe we should have researched that. I guess that's why they're saying like identical twins are are better studied because they're literally the same genes. Yeah. Like they have the exact same genes. Right. Um, my husband and Carly, his twin sister, first of all, look so much like, uh, no, look so much. Different. <laughs> Different is the opposite of alike. Yeah. <laughs> they do not look alike at all. My husband has brown eyes. His twin sister has blue eyes and like lighter brown hair. He has like dark, dark brown hair and an olive complexion. And she has more fair skin. And it's so – It's, it's just so weird. weird. Yeah.
1: But, you know, so my – aunt just had triplets oh yeah honestly Are they all boys? please pray for her like seriously keep her in her prayer <laughs> in, in your prayers she is a rock star though like she literally doesn't even complain but yeah she had triplet boys and she has a little girl too right? two little girls also oh, yeah she's my. very very busy to say the least but i don't know if sack is the correct word i really need to like do some research usually with youtube videos i can just like insert this later but now i'm like yeah. well now they're just gonna Hear we me. Don't, yeah, hear me say this and we don't even know. You can look it up though.
0: Yeah. But
1: from what I understand, so they were all fraternal. The triplets were all fraternal. So none of them are identical. Mm-hmm. And it's because they all were in like different like sacks. Okay. Kind of like – Yeah. Like – And I'm sorry Bones, it's sacs, Bubbles. Bubbles. Like – I know exactly what you're trying So to say. that means – Yeah. So when they're in the same one – They developed separately. Yeah. Basically. They developed separately. They're all like – It's basically just like having – Three completely different kids, but, like, all at one time. Yeah. It's not like ha- even having triplets almost because Would you of-
0: rather be an identical twin or a fraternal twin? I think fraternal. I think so too, but then I'm like, how cool would it be to be an identical twin? And you always have someone who knows, like oh my like, who knows exactly what you're thinking? <laughs> I'm sure that's not really how it is. <laughs> like, they have your same exact personality probably. Not, not personality. Well, that's what it's saying. Like – not okay, no, obviously not. Like, you don't say this. Wait, have you ever seen the YouTube video? Yes, <laughs> of those twins that like talk at the same time, but they're not even good at doing no, it. No, 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 like, oh my gosh, let's try and do it. And,
1: and they, they said, said that, that we can g- <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's literally what it was actually. They do, we though. did a pretty good job. Yeah, I don't know what sentence I was trying to say. <laughs> and they said, Okay, so
1: just so people aren't confused, there's this YouTube video where someone's well, someone's like making fun of it. That's the one we're talking about, right? Yeah. But there's these twins, and they pretend that, like, they literally have all the same thoughts and say the same things at all times. At but the same time. At the same time. But you can tell that they're faking it. And so they're just basically looking at each other, trying to, like, copy each other. But they're so bad at it. And so it's, like, not even convincing. But yeah, it's really It's funny. really, really bad. So you guys should look it up.
0: But what were we even talking about? Twins? I don't know. They're called from different sacks. No, I'm <laughs> not going back to that.
1: <laughs> like, I literally can't remember what we're even talking about. <laughs>
0: I'm literally looking it up. Uh, Okay. Well, let me just say this. So from iflscience.com, which everything on the internet is correct, um, the study published in Nature Genetics reviewed almost every twin study done in the last 50 years and found that 49% of the average variation for human traits and diseases were down to genetics and the other 51% were due to environmental factors. So it's 51% nurture, 49% nature. According to Nature Genetics,
1: okay. So the facts don't. And that's this. what we said, bye guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the statistics do not lie. Yeah. Okay. Wait. I, I would say that's true. I like I said earlier. I think for me, I feel like the majority nurture, and then like still a ton of just how you were born. But I feel more so, like how you, things were, you were exposed to. Yeah, I feel like I would not be who I am today if I was raised somewhere else
1: um okay guys i looked it up it says identical twins occur when one fertilized egg splits and develops into two or occasionally more fetuses the fetuses usually share one placenta identical identical twins have the same genes so they generally look alike and are the same sex a woman's chance of having identical twins are not related to age race or family history wait 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 wait. did you say fraternal i'm sorry I was just reading all about identical twins. Now, fraternal twins develop when two separate eggs are fertilized by two different sperm. Each twin usually has its own placenta, so that's what I'm talking about when I say sacks. Like (laughs) (laughs) it—that's what I meant. Any
0: word? So they, so they each have
1: their own placenta. I guess that's kind of what. Okay, that makes
0: sense. And it's more—that's crazy. I didn't know that.
1: And it's more common that twins are fraternal than identical. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Do we know any identical twins? Uh, Macy and Maddie Gilland. Oh yeah, and they are identical for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you know them, then you can like total. They have. This is the reason when you said they have the same personality, I was like, wait, no, because I can they're totally different. tell the difference between them. Yeah, their personalities yeah. are different. That's true. But I mean, yeah. that just goes back to like they each had different. Even though they're raised the same, they had different friends, childhood. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. there were different factors. So mm-hmm. of course, they have different. That's so interesting
0: because I have cousins that are fraternal and they're so different. And my husband and his um, sister, his twin sister, it's basically, their personalities are so different too.
1: It's basically okay. I don't know if I just. <laughs> it's basically like again, they're just com- like they're just different kids. Yeah, but they happen to be born at the same time. Yeah. It's just like if you and Abby were fraternal twins that's yeah. exactly it's just if you were born at the same time yeah that's crazy. because you guys are totally different boys and girls can't be identical twins
0: though right no i don't okay. think so because how would they i don't know here's the thing i'm looking it up <laughs> see i thought that was like Nick acted like it was like not a smart question
1: but i was like wait i'm just curious wait i literally just said can boy and it and that's the first thing that comes up can boys and girls be identical twins really and the see? next one is um can boys get periods <laughs> Perfect. Okay, it says says identical twins are always of the same sex because they are from a single fertilized egg, which is literally what I just read. So I don't know why I'm even. (laughs) No, I
0: know, but like we were like, well, what if something goes wrong? Yeah. That's crazy. You guys didn't know you were coming in for a podcast about (laughs) twins, did you? Literally. I'm so interested though. Do you want to have twins? I feel like I want to have twins. Wait, is it in your. Wait, come on, look it up, girl. I want to know what what my chances are of having twins. You guys haven't even talked about my this. My Nana it up? was no my no. It has nothing to do because I'm pretty sure it's on your mom's side. Well, how do I even look that up? What are the chances of you having twins? And is it on your mom's side or your dad's side? It says having
1: identical twins is not genetic. On the other hand, fraternal twins can run in families. Oh. Genetics can definitely play a role in having fraternal twins. For example, a woman that has a sibling that is a fraternal twin is two point five more times more likely to have twins than average. Really.
0: Yeah. So, like,
1: Nick's sisters are more likely to have twins. I think so. It says, do twins skip a generation and family? The illusion may have arisen because men who inherit the gene from their mothers are unaffected by it, um, but can still pass it on to their daughters, who in turn have an increased likelihood of conceiving twins.
0: Oh, so our daughters could have...
1: Yeah, because... Li- er, life. Nick doesn't have the gene, or er, he can't he inherit can't the put gene that into me. because he doesn't ovulate. Does he? <laughs> I'm like, do men or have a
0: period? Does he have a period? <laughs> Next question.
1: Yeah, no, that anyway. makes sense.
0: So my daughters could have twins.
1: I think that's what it's saying. Yeah, stay tuned. I'm staying tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, stay calm and stay tuned.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to read? No, that I, I mean, that was basically it that they were saying. When visiting the nature versus nurture debate, there's overwhelming evidence that both genetic and environmental factors can influence traits and diseases, said lead researcher, says lead, (laughs) says lead researcher, (laughs) Dr. Beben (laughs) Benyamin from the Queensland Brain Institute. The findings show that we need to look at ourselves outside of a view of nature versus nurture and instead look at it as nature and nurture.
1: Hmm, I agree with that.
0: It's not one or the other. That's no, for sure. Absolutely not. Both play a role. I, I think that 100%. Do we have anything else that's interesting? No.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> We're not smart. Okay. I think that's it. Um, as always, if you guys have any cool stories or if you just want to say hey or if you have anything that you want to hear on the
0: podcast, yeah, give us like some good ideas of subjects that we can should, should talk cover. about. Yeah. Because... We don't go to college like we said, and we'd really like to learn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, really, though. That'd be awesome. Our email is hello at whatwesaidpodcast.com. So make sure to email us, and you guys can find us on social media at whatwesaidpodcast.
0: And – That's what. Oh oh my god! I was gonna tell about Instagram stories. Okay, tell them. Okay, so Instagram stories—we love them, we hate them, but mostly we love them. Why do we hate them? What part of them do we hate? Well, okay, just just keep going. Instagram stories are great. So if you guys are listening and you want a screenshot and post it on your Instagram story and tag us, we'll show you some love. It just helps us if you want to be nice and if you want to nurture us, <laughs> if you, want to, if you want to nurture this podcast, be nice. Um, also on Apple. Tracy <laughs> <laughs> just shot me death eyes. I'm just scared of what she's going to say. Because I'm say, like, there's nothing else. If you go to our podcast on Apple, the app. Oh, yeah, yeah. On podcast. If you guys want to subscribe to our channel, do so. Download our episodes. Show us some more love. Leave us a review. Please let it be nice and have it five stars. Thank you. And that's (laughs) That's what what we said. said. Bye, Bye, guys.